As we move through life choosing in every moment whether to flow with nature or to resist nature, of course it helps if we know, well, what does that even mean? (laughs) And today I've been really feeling into what's beneath the words. And we are beings, you and I, we are infinite light beings, we are immortal creators having a very short human experience right now and as such we have a physical material body and we also have an energetic body all of us so what we see when we look at each other with our eyes is part of who we are and there's another part of who we are that is largely unseen by us when we look at each other and The same goes for the words we hear. When we hear the words in our ears, that's part of what's happening. There's something else happening. And what the other thing that's happening is is beneath the words, is the way I put it. Way beneath the words. So if I come to my partner and I say, Hi, honey, what's for dinner? Because they're in the kitchen making dinner. Beneath the words is a certain kind of energy that creates a meaning of the words if I say God honey what's for dinner there's something entirely different happening way beneath the words and it's an extremely different communication it's radically different it's radically different in my body and it's radically different in the hearer body So we're having this body communication with each other that's way beneath the words all the time. And I would argue that the conversation beneath the words is louder and more important and impactful than the words. So yes, words are important and I'm so happy we have them. I'm so happy we can learn about one another with words. And I invite you today to really consider what's beneath the words for you and what are you feeling in other people around you happening beneath the words way beneath the words and in that place are you in flow with nature or resisting nature I also remember that when I grew up uh, you know I have a strong memory of being pretty little like probably elementary school early in that time, like six, seven, eight years old, I guess, maybe. And we were sitting at the, we always had family dinner together at the table, my mom and dad, me and my two sisters every night. And my father would, I remember a very important, a very clear time when he was making fun of me until I cried. And then he was saying that, we need to learn as children, we need to learn how to be, um, not let words hurt us. We need to learn how to not let the words hurt us. And so it was actually on, on purpose, at least he was defending, making us cry, making fun of us till we cry. Right. And I look over my lifetime now and I see how emotionally illiterate my family was growing up. And they were all doing their best, and I love each one of them. And it was an emotionally illiterate household. So I was taught that being callous is part of life. And frankly, that served me pretty well as I went into trial attorney. 
So I was a trial attorney for over 20 years with my own office, along with a lobbyist at the state legislature, and both of those are about being really, really sharp and sometimes really harsh, and uh, at least that's how the basic training is. You don't have to be that way, but that's how it, the basic training is to be callous. So I've had a very big learning curve that's really steep since I started my spiritual journey 17 years ago on what about the stuff that's going on beneath the words? That's actually the more significant part of our communication. So it's been a very steep learning curve and believe me, I'm still in this learning curve and it's probably why it's on my heart today because I'm learning more things today about that and I invite you to learn with me what is going on way beneath the words in other people and then look at yourself and how are you communicating beneath the words today